from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Well, Coach Bolt, congratulations on a great season. Have you had a chance to kind of sit back and reflect on everything that this team accomplished yet? Uh, a little bit. I think you just, you know, we had a long bus ride back the next morning and, um, you know, you start getting into, we had exit meetings with our players. So you start to think about some things and talk about some things that went on throughout the year and uh, just reminiscing with some of the seniors uh, at times. Yeah, it, it was I think the thing that we take from it is uh, it was a very good year. Um, it, it actually didn't end the way, obviously, that any of us wanted to. We wanted to go to Omaha. We thought we were that caliber of a team. Um, and, and we want to make sure that um, it, it, this is not a flash in the pan type deal where um, everything came together. It was magic, you know, and, and we just had a great group of guys. But it's our job as coaches to continue this momentum keep recruiting those type of players um, and and make sure that we, we keep moving forward with it. At the beginning of the year, a lot of the outside noise maybe didn't give you guys much of a chance to compete much in the Big Ten, but what did you guys see in the potential of this baseball team? Yeah, we, we were able to use uh, the time off from last season to our advantage uh, just to try to create the roster a little bit more in our own eyes as coaches. So. Um, we knew we needed to get better on the mound. Uh, we knew we needed to get more depth just overall. We felt like we had good top-end talent on the roster, but we needed to, um, I guess, um, supplement that with a lot of you know more good players. So, um, I, you know, I think coming back in the fall, you could hear some of the older guys who, you know, we had three super seniors on this 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 roster that had won a Big Ten championship before, and they're all like, "Coach, this is the best team we've ever had as far wow. as talent and just." These guys work hard. So you start to hear those things from some of the upperclassmen. You feel like, all right, like we're on the right track. And um, we had a great fall, and the guys just carried that on to the spring. And um, I think internally we definitely knew that we were better than what people thought, and that probably drove us a little bit. You know, your first season, obviously not ideal, but first full season with you and the staff, why do you feel like you guys were able to get guys to buy in so quickly? Um, I, I think just – it was a pretty consistent message um, throughout the entire year. There was no like um, nothing that they ever had to wonder kind of what we were thinking. Um, it was pretty simple. We just asked them to show up and work hard and do it again the next day. And so we, you know, would tell them like, you're going to be a more consistent ball player personally, individually, and we're going to be a better team. If we can just have that mindset, it's going to allow us to uh, keep our emotions in check and just show up and be the same every day. So I think that part of it, um, they knew exactly what was asked of them and they, they weren't wondering. Um, so again, there's no, there's no magic pill here. There's no, um, you know, it's just, you show up and work hard and do it again the next day. Those seniors that you talked about, how instrumental were they to what you guys wanted to establish as a coaching staff? I mean, huge, especially a new staff uh, transitioning in. Um, those guys, um, you talk about the buy-in, it starts with those guys first. They have to believe in what's going on, and they welcomed us um, immediately, and our communication was great. Um, we, we, we decided to have captains for the first time in 20 years here, and uh, I think they took a, an, an immense amount of pride in that. And so uh, they wanted to leave it better than they found it, and, and those guys are – they're, they're going to be great. Uh, you know, as, when they're done playing, I think um, they're going to be amazing successes in whatever they do. 
you guys top of the Big Ten and what hitting and pitching, but fielding. You know, you kind of establish yourself as one of the top defensive teams, not just in the Big Ten, but in the entire country. Why has that become so important to what you want to do? Um, probably a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> that was my when I first started coaching. Uh, infield was is what I played, and it's what I first started coaching. So I was super passionate about that. Not that I'm not anymore, but I've got Coach Marcuso coaches the infielders now and, and does a great job, but. I don't know. I just think it, you've got to, you know, talk about showing up every day and being consistent. A big part of that is being a good fielding team because it takes a, a level of selflessness where you're not worried about your at-bats or, you know, you may not get the, the pub, I guess, as a good defender that you would as a good hitter or a good pitcher. So uh, I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things. I think to play good baseball, you got to play good catch. And um, we make it a priority and we want to recruit guys that can do that. Um, and we had a lot of guys on this team that – um, had all those attributes. Was there a certain point throughout the season that you thought, okay, this team's pretty special? I know you felt like you had talent and potential at the beginning, but you know, it's one thing to feel like you got it and then to accomplish it. Yeah, you start to see it in different moments throughout the year that stand out. Um, games where you maybe get behind, and you know, it'd be easy just to kind of cash it in and say we'll move on to the next game. And um, these guys never did that, and we saw that pretty early on in the year where. And it actually, it started the first weekend. We lost the first game of the year, and we got walked off. And it was disappointing, and it was one of those things where, like, man, we worked so hard. Why didn't we get the result that we wanted? And to rebound, it was a four-game series for us to sweep the doubleheader the next day, come out on Sunday and play at a high level. Um, <clears throat> you kind of start to sense it maybe right then. And uh, there were a few other moments throughout the year where we were behind, and uh, you have to play complementary style as well, where if the pitchers aren't great that day, the hitters pick them up um, and vice versa. So um, we started seeing that early on, and they just continued it throughout the year. Obviously, when you initially won the Big Ten title, it was uh, you had bigger goals in mind after that. So now looking back, how special was it for this team to win that championship? It was very special. Um, anytime you can win a conference championship, it means that you're the best you know, in the league. And, and our guys, wire, wire to wire, um, the thing I'm probably the most proud of is we we took I think we got into first place maybe in early April um, and it was maybe a different um, feeling for some of the guys like oh man we're in first place now and it, aside from one weekend over the course of the entire season we held on to it I mean it was just we went almost wire to wire and then you know, in a weekend where nobody really expected to win the league, we end up doing that at Indiana um, against some really good pitching. And you look up and we win the league by three and a half games. Like there's just not – there was never a moment where the guys looked ahead or looked behind. It was just they stayed pretty focused. So getting to the postseason again, I know you guys thought you had the you know, potential to be playing in Omaha, but that experience, what's the biggest thing some of these young guys can take away from what you guys did in Fayetteville? Yeah, I think the biggest thing you can take from it is the environment and just the quality of team that we played. Um, you're, you're, you've got 13,000 people screaming against you. Um, you know, you've, you've, got to, you've got to certainly be very focused to do that. Um, you know, and you lose to the, the number one seed nationally, we don't want to give them too much credit because we felt like we were on the, the same you know level that they were. But at the same time, you can look at that and go, man, we're pretty close to that as well. So um, talking about the draw, um, you got to go beat somebody good regardless. We felt like we probably should have been playing at home, honestly. But you know, if you're going to go anywhere, you better, you know, go to a spot where they can see what it looks like. They can see, um, you know, this team's a College World Series type team. 
this is you know you've got this fan base that's just um, they're rooting against you. Um, th- Thirteen thousand people and um, our guys they they fought and they were they were very resilient. Yeah, you guys proved that you can compete with the best team, one of the best teams in the country. How does that kind of play into maybe scheduling leading up to conference play next year? You know, how do you kind of play into that and, and schedule a team that is going to be prepared to, again, go compete for a Big Ten title? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, this last year was so strange, you know, not having that <clears throat> that option. But, um, yeah, I think just we've consistently got to put ourselves in position where – our guys are going up against the best preseason, uh, pre-conference, and they get some resilient and tough. Uh, that's really that. That's been our goal uh, is to be the toughest team in the country, um, and we're going to do that every year. We want to be that team, and you got to go play in hostile environments and go play the best, and um, you know overcome some adversity. You guys already hit the ground running recruiting um, for the next season. Uh, what kind of momentum does this season has it provided for you guys? Hopefully a lot. Um, we, we've made it pretty clear as a staff when we came to Nebraska that we're going to start in the state. And I think just hearing some feedback from different coaches around the state, uh, just people that may be former teammates, those type of things, that how um, invested the people in the state of Nebraska were behind this team. Um, and, you know, everybody loves a winner, but at the same time you also want to be – um, prideful in how a team plays and, and, you know, be proud of how a team carries himself. And I think that was a thing that, um, you know, I, that I was really proud of our guys is they just, they played so hard and they inspired um, not only a community, a school, but kind of the state of Nebraska. So hopefully we can continue that, um, the buzz uh, throughout the, the summer when, on the recruiting trail and, and show up and do it again. Yeah, this is my first week in Nebraska, and it's been crazy just the amount of fan support, the buzz, like you said, around your baseball program. Um, how does that you know, go into your selling point of, look, there's not many places in the country that buy into baseball like this? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge part of it. Um, and I could talk about it firsthand when I sit in a, a you know, parent's living room, a kid's living room, just having played here and been a part of it. Um, and so, yeah, th- this – it's so unique here at Nebraska where um, every single sport, the fans are there. They're, they're supportive. I mean, we've got – we're going in, in stadiums in the Big Ten this year where they're not even allowing fans, and we've got 7,000 people at our game. So uh, this place is amazing. Um, it, it's certainly one of those things that you don't take for granted ever, especially in a year like this where you're, it's been so strange. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's amazing to see um, how supportive they are of our program and, and all sports in general. You talk about building and continuing to build off of what you guys did. What's kind of next? How do you continue to build leading into next season? Recruiting, recruiting, <laughs> recruiting. I mean, that that is, um, in college athletics, <clears throat> a number one priority is just not only getting the talent, because <clears throat> that will get your foot in the door, but getting the right <clears throat> mix of players and building a roster and those type of things. And um, <clears throat> you can't rest at all. I mean, it's just it's on to the next the next one. So we're we've – We've already dove into that, and, um, you know, that's what you've got to have to be successful and, and sustain some success. Last thing I got for you, obviously MLB draft coming up, and you got some guys that potential to go pretty high. What are some of these teams going to get in some of your, your players? Well, <clears throat> I mean, you could start with Schwellenbach. Uh, Spencer was a, a special player for us, um, and I used that in a past tense because he's going he's gonna to have a chance to sign um, in a pretty early round, I think. And so just – how good a teammate he was he he took the ball each time we asked him to do it he played shortstop 
he hit in a three hole. Um, you know, there, there's not a lot of guys with his type of skill set out there, and um, all the accolades that he's that have come across him, if he deserves all of them. So um, we've got a few other guys I think have a chance to play baseball for a really long time. Uh, but a guy like Spencer, he's a winner. He's proven that this year. And uh, whether he's a shortstop or a pitcher, I think he's going to make somebody a lot better. Coach, we appreciate your time. Best of luck as you guys uh, hit the ground running recruiting. Thank you. Appreciate it.